Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe Weekly. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And Jimmy, what week is it today? 119. I grew up on 119, sort of. You know, it cuts through Connorsville. It was like the connector in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. I don't want to say a big highway, but uh, a common one, at least for me growing up. Gone that direction plenty of times, man, uh, off of uh, off of 51. But this That's is, right. We're, we're not talking, <laughs> we're, we're not talking uh, traffic logistics. No. We're here to talk comics. We had a good week of, uh, of shooting. It's wild how uh, things work with the queue that we build so that we have a buffer in case... You know, there's catastrophe or sickness or vacation. We have these videos that we buffer. And uh, the people that get to enjoy all of that are our biggest patrons. And I just have to put the call out to uh, the, the Kayfabe audience. Man, I'm going to put something in the, in the chat right this minute for the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Uh, because we actually have a need for our biggest supporters to uh to join us later on and one of the benefits with the king kayfabers is that uh, we record our complete uh, recording session for the week so every episode that we do we do live with our biggest supporters but today we got a gigantic shoot interview scheduled uh we will not be able to have the king kayfabers with us during that because you need 100% of your internet connection to go to just that. You want to capture that on the record. You also need 100% of your focus. Exactly. In, in my opinion. <laughs> At least thousand. I need my 100% yeah. of my focus. Yeah. But uh, I want to invite the, the, the kayfabers to, uh, to join us in the chat throughout the day. You know, we're probably going to be recording until about uh, 1130 Eastern Standard Time. So if you are not seeing this weekly shoot, but you're still up early enough to pop into the chat while we're recording. Uh, you know, join the Patreon, jump into the chat, and uh, provide. We'll, we'll let you know who it is, man. Provide your questions to, a, I would comfortably say, one of the most important people in comics. I can't wait for this talk. And I mean, to your point, I know I showed up this morning and I'm like, hey, I was texting with so-and-so about uh, some, some questions for this guy. And you had done the same thing. Yeah. So. A lot of prep for this one and a lot of like sending it out to to everybody because this is not somebody that i've seen a ton of uh interviews with yes so that's that's what everybody want to represent you know want to get as much of that cover as met, many of our bases as possible and the easiest way to do it is to rely on the king k fabers and uh you know whatever connections we have out there cuts out the chaff man but we have this queue built up you know we the the weekly shoot covers our thursday session or whenever we decide to record but we still record seven episodes per week at the very least so we have this queue of what i think are hit videos like when we put these vids out you know they're ten thousanders but just the k the the kayfabe audience that supports the channel gets to see those first there was a um this past week i benefited from being an early cartoonist kayfabe guy with one of your suggestions for the videos that we're going to record after this weekly stream goes off I made sure to buy a $5 copy and, and, and there is, it is not going to be the case. Like everybody in uh, the stream is going to hop on Amazon and buy the $5 copies. And by the time the video goes out, man, that shit's going to be 50 bucks. It is really funny. That has changed. Uh, that's changed a lot of my habits because we used to record and it would be like, oh, this won't be up for a few days, maybe a week. I can casually go find my own copy of this book. Not anymore. I think, I think we've intuitively uh, sort of, built our system 
uh, to to um, account for that because usually we would kind of like be a little laissez-faire about our choices of what our vids are going to be, what we're going to shoot, what we're going to read for the next week. But now it's been promptly, you know, Saturday, Sunday, where you get like a good buffer of days to decide, man, I don't have that book. Fuck, it looks sexy. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it. it. Dude, it's total like insider trading kind of kind of stuff. With that in mind, so many thanks to people who have already joined our Patreon. Uh, really appreciate that. Planning to spend some of that money at the upcoming Comics Pro to get uh, some help recording some interviews there. Yes. So, you know, we do plan to, to put some of this money back into Cartoonist Kayfabe for sure. But the other thank you is to our audience of King Kayfabers. Last week, we were recording. We were talking about my Hulk Grand Design book. And I've been hearing rumors that some other YouTube videos have had the Hulk Grand Design book show up on their shelves. I haven't seen a copy yet. I wasn't sure it existed, yeah. but uh, the King Kayfabers pointed me to a couple of these videos, so I saw the proof, reached out to Marvel, and man, did I get <laughs> pay dirt. So you can guess that we will certainly be uh, doing one of the videos this week with a little bit of a preview of Hulk Grand Design, but uh, we lead off you know, in the thumbnail this week with this. I am so proud of how this book turned out. If you haven't pre-ordered it already, there's finite number of copies yeah. now. And the way printing is, man, part of the reason this book has been pushed back and delayed is because of, of difficulties and challenges in printing. And this is from Disney. You know, it's not like there's a <laughs> shortcut way to make more of these things. So if you haven't reserved your copy at your comic shop, do so now. You know, get these while they're still available. But man, what an honor to be part of the Grand Design Tradition, Ed. I laid them all out. I took pictures of all of them. We're going to go through and show some of some of the design flourishes in this one and some of the creative choices I made in putting the, the, the treasury together. But it all started with X-Men Grand Design and Fantastic Four Grand Design as like models of, hey, they're, they've raised the, the goalpost a bit. This is what I got to aim for. Right. And so uh, I'm proud to be on the shelf. You know, I have my shelf of Grand Designs at home. Yes. Now I can put the Hulk next to them. And it's a cool, it's a cool group of books, man. I feel really great, very honored to be a part of that. I'm very happy with how this turned out. And I'm excited to share it with the world at large. So Thanks to the King K Fabers for getting this in my hands yes. because uh, you know if I didn't see proof of it, I don't know that I would have reached out and said, "Hey Marvel, send me a publicity copy, man. We've got some fans on Cartoonist K Fabe." Marvel, <laughs> all of your creators are not created equal. Like I get that you send these comp copies to these various YouTube channels so that they could show it on their back bookshelf while they're talking about other shit. But the guy who made the comic has a YouTube channel with 75,000 people. Yes. Like maybe you don't just do what you do with your typical Rolodex and you, you add one copy to the guy who made it who has the YouTube channel with 75,000 people. Like one of the channels that, that showed it off. And all those YouTube channels are, are fresh. Gem Mint. Like we met that dude in Baltimore. Super cool cat. Uh, he, he got the copy before the creator of the thing got the copy. Uh, and it just reminded me of uh, not his channel, but like the, the one other one that had a copy that they were kind of showing off. Um, we started the channel when I was still working on X-Men Grand Design. And the last trade was the, you know, what, what I had to work on. And that was showing up on that other channel before we had a copy. And it's like, okay, so we have a humble 18,000 people, but that ain't nothing. You know, you had a very nice Kickstarter with about 16,000. Like, yeah, right. Like, uh, come on, Marvel. Yeah, I'm afraid fuck? to do a Kickstarter now. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to have facilities, man. That's right. I need a warehouse. Um, it made me think, though, two things. One, why aren't we on the the, the Mar Why aren't we on every publisher's mailing list? We're on a couple. You know, there, there are these YouTube channels that, that are on these mailing lists. We're 
as you say, 75,000 is quite a bit in comics YouTube. I don't know why we're not on those mailing lists. And the other thought I had is, you've got, if you're Marvel or if you're DC or, or Image, any of these big companies, you have a big group of freelancers that have social media presence. Hundreds, maybe thousands of people that are working on these books. Get them their books in time to hold it up on on New Comics Day. Right. Like, does wouldn't that help comic shops? Wouldn't that help everybody? Wouldn't that help Marvel and DC? Just in terms of just having these things out there, day of, you're excited when you get your comps. Unfortunately, it's usually a month later. It's you know sometimes so it's weird. three years later. It's very bizarre. But I don't. I I just feel like there's a marketing opportunity there that would benefit everybody in comics. Might be worth looking into. It's it's surprising that's not more standard. Just because like. That's your street team. Totally. The way the, the, the grand designs happened, it was Axel Alonso calling a bluff whenever I put put a tweet out and it was just like, Marvel should let me do whatever X-Men comic I feel like doing. You know, drew kind of family tree of all the, the X-Men classes over the years. And he called me up. I had no idea, but I wanted to just draw everything. I wanted to draw the saber tooth that I felt like drawing. I wanted to draw a Mr. Sinister or two and get paid for it. You know, so that was the contrivance that was like X, X-Men Grand Design. But with that opportunity, because they were saying yes to a lot. And it's one of those things where you benefit from their lack of contractual obligation, where they're just kind of like almost like was no contract in a way. They kind of boilerplated my cover contracts over uh, and came up with a page rate. And so it's, they do business real weird. But the thing is, they don't want to commit to everything. They say yes to you, but there's nothing on paper saying that we'll do six issues and three trades and an omnibus. Like, it's just a ham- homeboy handshake type shit, uh, which created a situation where at any point, they don't give me exactly the things that I want. I'm just not going to do it. You're like, like I didn't even cash the checks for a little while because I'm like, it ain't work for hire until I cash these shits. Uh, just in case they were trying to pull some stuff, man, because, you know, got the got the um, agent, got the lawyer who deals with them f- fairly regularly. And he's like, he's like, dude, frog and scorpion, like it's their nature. <laughs> it's it's how they are. They're going to find a way to, to fuck you over. And it made me nervous. Happy to say that there was none of that. But um, I wanted format changes like I wanted my comic to be the same hip hop family tree size. We'll call it treasury size, but put a treasury up to it. It's it's treasuries are thicker. It's hip hop family tree size, uh, because I wanted to just get them to dabble with playing with format a little bit, and then my thought was like try to make a hit a hit that get, incentivizes them into bringing more singular cartoonists to make comics for them, and when we were talking about that stuff, the first part of the conversation is like, Ed, what are you doing for us? Like, what do you want to do next? I'm like, nothing. I'm on my own shit. Because, like, my thought was get introduced to the comic shop uh, because the hip-hop stuff was selling in other places besides the comic shop. Uh, So I got my benefits out of it. But I wanted, like, you know, my homies to to get some of that juice, man. So I put your name in the hat. I put Tom's name in the hat. I put Fifei's name in the hat. Like, if there's going to be another one... It doesn't deserve the grand design title if Michelle Fife ain't the dude doing whatever he wants, man. Spider-Man, Daredevil, whatever he wants. Like, he's got to be the next dude if there is another one. And if not, it's uh, artificial. It's AI, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but mission accomplished. You know, Tom did Fantastic Four, and now you're here with the Hulk, dude. 
So the inv invasion is completed. Yes. The Pittsburgh Holy Trinity has left their mark and uh, not shy about kayfabe effectiveness with people who are not in the uh, in the chat room. Look at that eye, man. You can't miss that shit. <laughs> no, this will be out everywhere. February 22nd is what Marvel assures me is the is the release date for in, in stores. And uh, you can find me locally. I'll be at Phantom of the Attic on uh, February 22nd. So stop by there, get your copy signed. Uh, they'll appreciate it, as will I. But uh, February 22nd, man, circle the date at home if you want to uh, complete your Grand Design collection. Super proud of you, Jimmy. Like, going through this book, taking a real sharp gander, it's the culmination of all of your years of experience in terms of design acumen, the things you've done in Supermag and the design flourishes in all of your uh, Street Angel works. Uh, I'm going to say right now, like, get get ready for the Eisners. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's getting a book design uh, Eisner nomination at the very very least but i see this getting like reprint graphic novel like you like you're, you're going you're going to the eisners man for for this thing there's there's no doubt about it and we'll pump we'll pump that uh well i appreciate that ed and you know my proposal that i sent whenever you dropped my name in the hat included that i wanted to make the hulk book the yes. greatest hulk book of all time and i stand behind this one man you talk about design flourishes i put everything i could think of in here you know i've got i've got hulk art in here from Neil Adams, Frank Miller, Todd McFarlane, Jack Kirby, Art Adams. You know, one of the staples of the grand design was let's reprint some of the uh, all-time great comics that, that Fantastic Four or X-Men featured. So Richard Corbin, I've got some of the A-list of A-list in here. If you don't think this is the best Hulk book ever made, list your contenders. Because, like, I'm telling you, man, it, everything I could think of is in here in terms of trying to make the Hulk book that would have blown me away at any point in my life let's talk about one of your contenders man for for hulk artist uh sal Buscema, because we did a video Ooh, yes this past week on a sal Buscema, a bootleg artist edition we'll call it ocular edition as per ian chowgren the dude who uh, put this book together and had the foresight and the genius to siphon off high-res images offline comic art fans from heritage auctions places like that that just disseminate these high-res scans and it compiled all that stuff into basically a portfolio that just happens to have nice case wrap hardcover around it and it turns out that it, it's it's not that hard to make your own bootleg like artist edition of really cool stuff and it turns out man that he kind of wasn't the only guy. There was other dudes doing it on the slide just for themselves. I feel like we've all been doing it, but just as like files. Right. You know, like we all have these folders on our on our desktops and our hard drives of whatever our favorite artists are, the art that we pull off, and we just save in this folder. And then whenever you want some inspiration, you look at this stuff. Turns out maybe you just hit the print button and then you can look at it off uh, off your screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe you know it costs fifty bucks or something to, to get a book. There, there are. There are uh, bounds that you know boundaries that 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 come with different uh, printing platforms that you use. But uh, if all goes well, you know you could print at different sizes. And uh, this one dude is sending another bootleg artist edition that uh, he was, but he could have printed it bigger, but he would have been bound by a number of pages. Uh, so he decided to go for the kind of smaller size yes. so that he could print. 450 pager oh man and hopefully we have that by by next week to show off uh but people were naming like what 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 are your contenders you mentioned the weapon x and directly after while editing the episode 
I'm uh, on comic art fan, or, or I'm just typing Weapon X original art, and I'm going on comic art fans and checking out Heritage, you could almost piece together. There's a lot of it out there. Yeah. And if you needed to kind of round out your book, you could just go full Barry Windsor Smith yeah, and totally. find some of his fill-ins and the Machine Mans and, you know, a couple of his other series and probably round out like a full collection of Barry Windsor Smith originals. One of the favorites that I saw, and I love it, whether people make these bootlegs or not, just the fun activity of like dreaming of what they could be. Sure. And I saw somebody post, it was like early 90s image extreme art. So there was a bunch of plat. There was like Jay Lee stuff. And it's like, yeah, man, sign me up for that. I would put some Del Keown in there. <laughs> you know, like it's it's almost endless how you play this game. One that I would like personally and forgot to mention in the video, Paul Galassi. Sure. Put some Masters of Kung Fu art and Slash Maraud together. Maybe a little bit of Terminator art. Again, not hard to fill out a, a, a book of Paul Galassi original art. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real dream project. It's Ed. real fun. So if you if you uh, decide to did decide to uh, to to undertake such a thing, print a big ass book up for yourself, send one to the cartoonist. Send two to the send cartoonist cafe <laughs> PO box. Slide your self published comics in there, man. We'll give those a glance, man. Uh, it seemed to do well for people like the homeboy Marty, who who uh, sold out of his Spider Man bootleg comic, but also sold tons of his Steel Street comics as well. Uh, Sent me, sent me his issue four of the Steel Street comic, too. So Got mine right over thanks, there. Thanks, Maudie. And, and, man, way to keep working, too. Making making the books, you know? Absolutely, man. Uh, but uh, we've we really, like, discovered and unlocked, like, a really fantastic, vibrant wing of, of comics uh, with these bootlegs where people are just kind of doing their, their own grand design, their own passion projects uh, with these licensed properties and they're far more entertaining <laughs> than a lot of the corporate comics that are out there today like when we started the channel the project was let's go through wizard wizard magazine and thereby we will talk about the speculator boom and bust that we grew up in like that was the project then we started doing these show and tells because a big part of our conversation just on road trips and stuff is like we have this these ridiculous collections like how do you disseminate that how do you share that with people who are interested and we we're talking about doing tumblers and stuff doing blogs and it's like nah these are the star like put a fucking camera down and go through those shits man but uh when we started doing these show and tells i think it was like show and tell three is bootleg comics we had to have guest hosts man That's remember right. we, yeah, we, we did, we the ice man uh -huh. we're uh we're here too because some of the stuff was uh you know, like the Illum Disney owns Marvel now, man. So the Illuminati might come, might come after you. We had to get other guys to handle that. <laughs> but uh, there are comics in there that like deserve their own video, man. Yeah, there's a long tradition of this kind of thing, right? And and some of it above and below board. You know, I think of like the Air Pirates. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't always work out well. But it's such a fine line between something like this and when you get into satire. You know, the Mad Magazines, the Super Duper Mans, and things. It's uh, it's a strange like world right and we all grew up this way like right. if you were a fan we all dreamed of whatever superman story or whatever we wanted to see wolverine fighting whoever you know it's it's such an intrinsic part to me of being a reader and a fan is just your mind wandering and dreaming about these things yeah and now we live in a world where like you can kind of make them even yeah. if it's just for you and your buddies if it's for you and your online followers like you know there are ways to sort of play around and have fun and, and kind of keep that energy uh, alive Drawn that first X-Men piece that I tweeted out, uh, I was sitting there, like, had, you know, a couple of days of in-between time where I could just take a break. I finished something big, was going to start something else that was, you know, a Sisyphus task, 
So it's like I have four days to chill. What do I do? Do I go hang out and, and go do some? No, I draw I draw a big drawing of the X-Men because at, in, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I finally like developed some talent in, the, in this game. Uh, but I never drew the stuff that got me interested in comics in the first place. So, like, let me draw, you know, the X-Men and see what that looks like. And it was uh, so fun in that drawing it in black and white, it doesn't do it. Like, it's not Spider-Man until you add red and blue, in my opinion. You know, like, once you start doing that, there's, like, stuff that triggers in your mind where I'm like, oh, this is Spider-Man now. It feels like Spider-Man. Uh, so, like... The grand design project started that way. Uh, you know what, man? Like I, uh, I have like a little announcement because there's going to be new Red Room uh, c comics that are coming out in 2023, and it's going to be solicited in the next catalog. We just we just sent that stuff off. Uh, so this we're calling it Crypto Killers is the next four issue blast, and I had a good week of uh, doing this cover, which is going to be my cover art to issue one of Crypto Killers. Man, it's gonna be the uh, end of the trilogy of the Decimator, as you can see right here by his physique and his his edibles right there, man. <laughs> but- uh, say... That's an amazing drawing, because I saw that float around your social media. Yeah. And uh, the, the bowls of of, uh, of dinner that he's having there. <laughs> yeah, man. Very nice. Uh, same deals as before, man, with the issue ones. Like, like Jimmy's doing a cover. Uh, Peach Momoko is on the hook. To, to do her thing, um, but that's going to be coming out, and there is no trade paperback in 2023 for Red Room, so if you're interested in uh, the Red Room comics, man, like, get the issues as they come out, uh, like I said, it's going to be in the, ne in the next previews, uh, there's not going to be a trade in 2023, because I got some other shit going on uh, that I'm very, very uh, excited to announce when, when the time is right, but uh, let me just show off some of the the pages that I put together this round, man. Uh, I got four actual comic pages done this week, and it was uh, super productive, Jimmy. Working at this eleven by seventeen size, you know, it could go it could go either way. But I've been doing very very tight deadlines. You see that phone that's blank mm -hmm. back there? That's gonna be like a uh, like a Coinbase e wallet image, man, to show off how much Bitcoin this dude has made. And it's a story of, uh, it's a cathartic story. If anybody out there has uh, invested in cryptocurrencies and got jacked by, you know, these big willies, man, that inevitably will take your loot. Like you see those NFTs. We're making fun of all of that mm -hmm. shit in uh, this next round. You see the CK? I don't like the way the CK chart's going down, Ed. It's oh. trending the wrong direction for Well, me. that's just oh, you're oh, seeing gosh, it. Gosh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Perfect. you're just seeing Perfect. through the paper, man. <laughs> but those are the cryptocurrency tokens. Which is a uh, an altcoin, crypto kayfabe. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, there's a Super Bowl commercial. It's like it's like it's like all the stuff, right? That that happens in a, in, a, in a in a bust and boom, uh, like like the the crypto biz uh, sort of underwent. And you know you'll have some catharsis if you uh, put some loot into Coinbase and your loot and your loot uh, sort of went down because people are getting wrecked. Rich, yeah. rich, rich boys are getting wrecked. You got, in this you got to market that correctly. You might have a whole new audience out there, Ed. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but super, super productive. Uh, I, I got, you know, I think that's nine pages of twenty-two for that issue, and then with the next issue after that, I'm gonna put as a backup that Latchkey Kid story that I did in Blue mm -hmm. Line. Like we did a video about Blue Line color. I shut off those pages. I think I'm gonna do like a flip book where it's like one half is Red Room, the other half is like 
The kids come all, all ages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. We're going full like Tim Hensley type shit, you know, or like <laughs> like that that type of energy. Um but I got about, you know, twenty some more red room pages to go for this next round. Like Unbelievable. Just, I wasn't I wasn't pay, like putting so many pages up on social media, kinda of just keeping in the cut. Uh, I ended up doing the most hardcore Red Room comic uh, when I was intending it to be issue two, but I'm like, nah, we're ending, we're ending this this round on this comic because I can't, my brain can't get more twisted than that issue. So we're saving that one for last. Haven't even showed it to the publisher yet because I'm like, you know, let's do it at the say, let's yeah. do it at the last minute so that it just has to get out there. Love that one. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. We should make some noise. But man, big plans in 2023. Uh, whether this stuff comes out in 2023, we just don't know. But this Red Room Crypto Killers Four Issue Joint will be seeing the light of day, and it is being solicited uh, in the very next previews. Like it, the deadlines were yesterday, had to get that cover in Amazing. yesterday. Uh, so it's on like Donkey Kong, man. Four issues of that. And uh, we have, like I said, lots of stuff to talk about, lots of stuff to put out into the universe. It's going to be a busy year. At a later date. I, I blocked out my next two years with, Fan, with Fantagraphics, man. Wow. And there's just, and with Kayfabe as our second biz, like there's, we have so much stuff going on that it has become an exercise in time management. Absolutely. Yeah. I spent the week um, painting. Yes. For the first Beautiful. time since the 90s. You got the itch again? or I've been talking about it forever, and it just kind of things lined up in a way that I had a few free days and I owed somebody something. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I set up the garage of yeah. all places to paint. The weather was kind of mild, and it was, it was very enjoyable. I don't know that I have the itch to keep going in that uh -huh. direction. I'll tell you, man, you go from digital coloring to paint and mixing your colors on a palette... I encourage everybody to try it. It's definitely a different perspective on, you know, it'll give you a different appreciation and thought process for color. Um, very enjoyable, but... The cleanup's the bitch. The cleanup is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. But it was a very enjoyable week, and it's just getting outside of that headspace. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a totally different process. I'll tell you, like, my, my morning writing feels totally different this week. Interesting. And I, I feel like that's it. Like, your head's just in a different place. So, you know, I've been talking New Year's resolutions lately. I'm happy with where those things are progressing. I feel like I have been maintaining a better schedule and things. So I encourage everybody, man, if you're unhappy with some part of that process in your life, like fix it up, try try a different schedule or whatever, and then just stick to it. Like do it in weeks. That's what I've been doing. It's one of the nice things of having, having this kind of like each week as a reset. Like it's a right. hard week, even though it's not a Monday through Friday job, you know, it's a one day a week job, but it's that it's a very good measuring stick. Yeah. And one week is, um, is manageable. We, uh, we freaking on these Thursdays, man, that's a big day, but every day is a big day. Like doing five pages in a week, you imagine that's not short amounts of uh, time, but like these Thursdays are gigantic and it is the, uh, it's the King Kayfabers who benefit the most from that, man, because they're kicking it with us in the chat, in the stream while we're in the midst of recording and depending on which level of participation in the Patreon, you're getting free videos no matter what. Like, be it one video, three videos, or seven videos. And I and you just see those videos show up on the Patreon throughout the rest of the day. Like, we turn the cameras off. And then an hour later, boom, there's the first video. Half hour later, boom, there's the next one. Uh, so you get seven vids before anybody else. Uh, and this week is going to be something special. I actually got up a little too early. And in fact, <laughs> the, the reason why we're, uh, we're streaming so early is because the, the thought process is let's record 
all of our uh, week's episodes before we talk to the guests if possible and we got to move everything back into this space and uh, connect with them at around noon Eastern Standard Time uh, there's no telling how long that process is going to take because this person was very talkative they were very interested in like the fine detail like they hit us up one of these people is the highest on the like maybe the highest person on my list of like dream shoots uh they hit us up appreciating the intricacies of the stuff that we were talking about and providing more context and detail uh we were just going to get the try to figure out zoom and to, to like set that stuff up and the conversation lasted like three hours of just getting the zoom to work and then just like really getting into it and i'm like fuck well i'm just making notes the whole time about what we're going to get on the record it's going to be very fun but i invite the king kayfabers to join us in the chat room we're going to break things down here uh in in a second take about 15 go to the other room go to the microscope room get our comics ready and stuff uh please come into the uh chat room and 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 join us drop us all of your questions We'll let you know who the heck it is, man, because the bigger, the biggest supporters, like, it cuts out the chaff. I'm constantly surprised by things that come up in this channel that I don't didn't anticipate. Yeah. The King K Fabers has been one more of those pleasant things where, like, I like that community. Absolutely. It's, it's like a nice little, like, let's talk comics with some of our buddies. Yes. I like it, man. It's been a nice, uh, it's been a nice new wrinkle already. We're only partway through January right. and already it's a new, a, a new piece to add to the puzzle. And, uh. You know, I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. So, again, thank you to the King K Fabers. Thank you to everybody that's joined our Patreon. And just keep keep loving these comics, you know? Like, our next big thing, I think, is, is talking at Comics Pro. Yeah. And so, like, one of the things that I've been keeping notes on are, like, comic book stores and retail. And, I mean, virtually everybody watching this has interacted with comic book stores. So, again, it's one more of those conversations to, like, let's start having these conversations about these comic retailers, what we love about them, what the best parts are, how we make them better, and how we keep this industry healthy and growing, um, just like our channel. Yes. Yes, absolutely, man. So, uh, without further ado, we're going we're gonna to split. We're going to go set up in the other room. But you can tell we are recording very, very early, so there are people who are just waking up who ain't seeing the live stream of this Kayfabe Weekly Shoot, but we are recording until about 11.30. So, you jump onto the Patreon, you jump into the chat room up until about 11.30. After that, you can hop into the actual Patreon and leave your notes in the, in the comments or DMs uh, through that platform. And we'll be able to take a look at all that stuff before we uh, just ply this dude with fucking queries. And who knows how long that shoot interview is going to go on. We're going to have to do that uh, in private just because of, like I said, the internet connection and the focus required. But that's going to be the first the first video I edit. So that's going to be live to the King K Fabers by 5 p.m. maybe. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. Sweet. Ready to go record, man? I'm, I'm in a talkative state, Jimmy. I'm ready to talk, yes. talk comics, man. Give them the marching orders. Let's get the 